What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmsted, and this week I am joined by Mr. Anthony Duarte himself. How's it going? My tits are getting big. Quarantine's uh, really doing a number on these bad boys. Ooh. The Phantom Producer himself. Sorry, no nickname this week for you, Anthony. Tyler Hat. <laughs> hey, everybody. Back at it. Episode 53. All right, we are down a man this week. Wishing our best to Kenny Castro, who is dealing with something or other and uh we hope to see him back soon don't worry he will be back mr castro is mia but not kia um so if you didn't didn't know this is a weekly video game podcast where we all get together and talk about you guessed it video games we reminisce about what's going on in the video game world in the past week the games we've been playing as well as other fun antics if you could give us a subscribe on YouTube, that would be excellent. That's youtube.com slash level with you. We go live every Tuesday evening at around 5.30, 6 o'clock with our weekly podcast. We do other streams that you can also check out as well on twitch.com slash level with you or twitch.tv. And yeah, that's about it. Um, so guys, we're in week like seven or eight of quarantine. We're getting used to this whole social isolation thing, or at least we are. I mean, I know there's a lot of folks out there banging on doors and, you know, demanding their rats and talking about people stealing their gerbs. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, yeah, I, I, get, I, I am getting more acclimated to it, but do I want to get more acclimated to it? No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just getting spoiled. It's like, I could do this forever, but I mean, it's not a good definitely not healthy it's not a good healthy lifestyle to live it just, <laughs> well i mean it's probably my own choices too i guess it just boils down to me uh being a lazy sack of shit and just wanting to sleep all day and not do anything yeah and you got those extra covid dollars coming in which i guess is nice mm. i'm just putting it away i mean it's really just in case i need something and my worst one of my actual biggest fears right now is like my cintiq breaks or my computer breaks so yeah it's like well definitely right. something to be worried about Mm-hmm. Oh, and today is uh, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. oh, I should have opened with Hola, mi amigos. Uh, <laughs> you should have. Yeah. Start it over. <laughs> All right, wrap it. Oh, okay. Redo right. it. Hola, buenos dias, mi amigos. Welcome to the Level With You show. I hope you brought your margaritas. Senor. That's why you grew the mustache out. Oh, it makes sense now. Yep. Ah. It's just so I can make my tacos in style. Hell yeah. Only forgot my sombrero. Yo. Pull out yeah, your, uh, your maracas. Ah, okay, I could do that maybe. Your <laughs> Where do you keep yeah, your maracas? Yeah, maracas several maracas that I, uh, when I was in Nicaragua back in 2015, there was this guy that literally did it for a job. Um, him and his family, they did everything from finding the materials needed to, to carving them to like finding the rocks to put in the little shakers. And Mm. what he would do is you would run into him on the street for five bucks. He would right there, make like a custom carving of whatever animal you wanted, whatever text you wanted. And it was amazing, like $5. And, um, I still have like four of them. Um, one of them's, the one that I have in here is it's addressed. It has Colin and Greg on it and from podcast beyond who now yeah. went on to form kind of funny, literally like mm. that, that month. And I Dang. tweeted at Greg, I tweeted at Greg 
um, saying I have these maracas for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember you telling that story a little while, like a while ago. And you yeah. should, did you send it to him? You yeah, should, I should. I never that. did um, because he didn't get back to me. But um, yeah, make sure make sure you write him the a letter about the story <laughs> so he knows like why is yeah. this, why is this calling yeah, on to? Yeah, for sure. I don't know That's like awesome. where exactly to send it to, um, but I'm sure he's got a PO yeah. box. Yeah, maybe so. Um, but me myself, I've been, you know, steady as she goes. I'm working from home. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's really a drag. You feel stir crazy. You're like, I gotta go outside and just walk for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and today I was out doing some deliveries of toilet paper to people. Um, I work for a social, uh, social work agency and, you know, we, we do meals on wheels. And one of the things the nutrition department does wheels, meals on wheels, but we've had such an influx in meals on wheels lately that uh, they've been asking for volunteers. And, you know, I've been doing that a couple of times a week and it's been nice to get out of the house. Um, but yeah, so today was toilet paper day. So I was just walking around bringing people rolls of toilet paper and some of them were thankful. Some of them were like, okay, I don't need this. <laughs> no, I don't need this. No, thank you. We've already got 50 rolls. Yeah. Like, oh. Let's see who's hoarding it now. Mm-hmm. That's cool, though. And did you say uh, something like, what, one in five Wendy's? Is that one in three or one in five Wendy's? Is that a beef? One in five. I saw a notification that um, I didn't read much into it, but I saw it and I was like, oh, got to tell Kenny and Ant. Um, <laughs> I better get, I get a crack up now. That's this is terrible. I, I know. I was, I was really upset, actually, when I saw that this morning. I was like, well, what a great thing to wake up to. <laughs> <laughs> and by wake up, I mean, that was like, what, I don't know, three? You think earlier? Yeah, Wendy's running out of burgers. We don't know what's going to be in store next week. Um, hopefully, we'll have some Xbox Series X games to talk about. Because yeah. on Thursday, we're going to get a sneak peek at some of those. There Microsoft. Uh, once we get to the news portion of the show, we'll be talking a lot about that. What time is um, it happening? What time is? Uh, what time of day? I'm not sure. I know it's on Thursday, though. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then tomorrow, there's going to be some Mortal Kombat 11 news. Looks like we might be getting some more story content based on the trailer that I saw, or at least or the teaser trailer that was shared on the Mortal Kombat Twitter account, which is super exciting. And I think The Last of Us 2, there might be something of that coming out tomorrow. Ooh. So yeah, it's uh, stuff's happening down the pike. And this was a pretty big news week in general. Uh, so we do have a lot to get to, but I don't want to cut y'all short um, with your personal stories of quarantining and everything like that. Anything else to report? I haven't been doing much. Don't worry. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Did some work outside. That's about it. Hey, how are the cats, Tyler? Oh, they're they're pretty good. They're crazy as ever. I mean, so I have like my little home office in the in the basement and i just kind of like hear them upstairs sprinting back and forth like throughout the day i'm like what the <laughs> fuck awesome. like what the fuck are they doing they're just causing a mischief i saw that you had um on your facebook or instagram that you had joker out on a leash have you have you experimented <laughs> with that more that's uh, uh not not super frequently here and there um i don't know like so like Caitlin has a like a long tether for for her dog, and I actually put Joker on that. So like if he wanted to walk around, he could walk around. 
but he like you put him out there. I, th- I think the the harness itself is like too tight on him, so he like doesn't really know what to do. He just kind of like stands there and will take like really like small steps to move forward. But um, he doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah, well, my cat Pepper, who just turned five months on uh, the third, he is becoming more and more interested with outside and you know what i'll do because they're indoor cats we live in like a really rural area where there's a lot of wild animals that could really hurt them and so we just made the decision that they're going to be indoor cats we've got a lot of place to roam around in this uh, house so um yeah he has started like clawing at the screen and whatever and trying trying to just escape and that makes us a little worried so we been definitely thinking about getting a harness for him. Um, and the other big thing we're thinking about is, is buying kayaks. Um, we're, we're actually like, we're pretty dead set on it. We're once we get our tax return, which will be every day now, we're just gonna buy a couple kayaks. And do it. Telling me that there's actually been some major kayak inflation. Really? Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. I, I believe like, it. Yeah, Man. but with you know everybody. You know, not being able to go to the bar, not being able to go to the concert. People are like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe I'll uh, try this kayak thing out. And prices have like nearly doubled for even that's, the cheap kayaks. They're like yeah. three hundred bucks now. That sucks. Yeah, it is. It I mean, but then again, it's it's nice. It's you can self isolate. You can isolate yourself on the water. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's relaxing. You mm-hmm. get a good little workout in there. Exactly. That's why I'm like all about it. Or we're both all all about it. She's the one doing all the research, thankfully. But. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Eric and Michelle have their own pair of kayaks in the garage, and they like going out on it when they can. Cool. I, I almost took. I, yeah, I have one. I almost took mine out this past weekend when it was really nice out. Um, we mm-hmm. ended up going for a hike instead. Hikes cool. are good. But you went to yeah, yeah. I mean, there was like a lot of cars there, but it didn't seem like there was like it was like overcrowded or anything like that. I mean, people people were definitely social distancing and kind of keeping at least six feet apart from each other like at the top of the mountain where people were just kind of like chilling hanging out on the rocks nice that's one of my biggest fears now too is uh well one not fear for this one but isn't the what is it mandatory face mask now in massachusetts yeah starting starting tomorrow tomorrow okay six and then uh i'm always i'm afraid like i'm just gonna be at a store once and somebody's gonna like i'm gonna be a little bit too close to somebody by accident because uh my brain's never in my fucking head and i'll be like just sitting there kind of zoning out and someone's gonna be like hey Back the fuck up, and I'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry." Because <laughs> mm-hmm. said, yeah. "Please." It's uh, it's interesting when you go from one location to the next how how observant people are of it. No, oh my god, um, yeah, yeah. I was at the liquor store earlier, and people were very nice. They were like, "Oh no, you please go ahead." <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I like to see. That, that's good. It's also because people know they're getting their booze. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I think that's probably what I'll uh, go check out once the podcast is done. I need to get some beer for tonight. I made nice. some. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I want to make a Long Island iced tea over the weekend, so I just like Ooh, went out and got like all the ingredients. So I have like five different liquors now, <laughs> or like six different, awesome. different liquors, like on my no, show. You thought you might be drinking too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but you sound like me because I used to say that all the time, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't drink a bunch, and now I'm just like. I have two or three beers during the week. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so what are in, what's in a Long Island iced tea, Tyler? I forget. Yeah. Uh, vodka, gin, tequila, triple sec, um, 
Bacoch and tequila triple. There's there's there's, an, there's another liquor. Um oh uh rum. Rum, right. Um it doesn't matter what kind, you can just kind then, of like Yeah, I think it's five and then sour mix and like a splash of cola. <laughs> wow. That sounds real good. I think I can remember like ordering that at a club one time when I was like twenty two and I think that was the last time I ever had one. <laughs> night ending yeah. yeah the first and only time i ever had a manhattan that was at uh when i was in northampton my buddy ben who just moved out to new york for like the first two years and came back to visit i think it was like a holiday season when mm-hmm. the bars were still open and uh he's like oh he's like never had a manhattan i was like no i've never had one he's like oh, i'm buying you a manhattan so we sat down and had a manhattan i remember just being this big martini glass it's just hard alcohol it's just a bunch of layered hard alcohol <laughs> they're very, <laughs> it's very tasty though that's what yeah what, I prefer an old fashioned because it's got a rock in there. Um, yeah, there's something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't drink them fast. I made that mistake. <laughs> yeah, I don't like how it tastes. So just like here we go. It's easy to do. Mm. <sighs> All right, so this is a video game podcast. We will transition to the video game talk imminently in three, two, one. Streets of Rage Four. I think you said pizza. Pizza Rage Four. It's a game we've all been playing this week, and it is a sequel to a game that we last saw the entry to. And I saw this posted somewhere early on in the Clinton administration, so it's been a long time. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. definitely. Is yeah. it Super Nintendo? Was the last one? Uh, I think they were really on the only on the Genesis. Ooh, there might be ports on the Super Nintendo. I, I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but my experience playing with them was at friends' houses when I was a kid. And then a few years back, once I purchased the um, Genesis collection on the PS3, I dove into those a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd beat a stage or two, I'd lose, and then I'd be like, eh, I'm not going to yeah. keep, keep going with this. Uh, it's just too unforgiving. And So Streets of Rage 4 is out now, and I'm curious what y'all's first impressions are. It's fun. It's a great, like it. great up. Art style's great. The style, Absolutely, the art direction's amazing. I'm a huge fan that the sprite works great the backgrounds are awesome the world's really cool it's you know doesn't really have a lot of beef to it it's just straight into the action you've got when you load it up your menus you know story online you can play your friends online if you have it uh learned about it from why they was it last week and you're like oh it's on game pass so i downloaded it like yeah liked it so much i bought it on steam and actually just played a little bit last night with our buddy uh great wild card i recorded a Record a pretty decent session. It was like an hour and a half, almost two hours, I think. I'm gonna post that soon, hopefully. Yeah, I've been, yeah, he- I've been hearing that it plays a lot better on Steam too. It plays better and looks a lot better on Steam. It really? it definitely flows good on Steam. I have to uh, probably clear out a couple things. I know my hard drive is getting very bunked up with a lot of files and stuff, so I want to help things run a little bit smoother. But it was really good. Like it was. I mean, the only thing that was latency was online because my online's been a little weird lately. But other than that, I mean, it does run very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, me. Uh, I go ahead, Charlie. I was gonna say that me and you were, were trying to play him, Wiley being on the Xbox console, and I was playing on Games Pass for PC, and uh, mm-hmm. we got we got some matches going, but I don't know the connection was a little bit of an issue. We kept on yeah. fr- freezing at times, and that happened. Uh, oh, happened to you too? Yeah, when we were playing, it would like freeze because it was. A, I think it was definitely like an internet thing. Like, like not only would it freeze, you would have to quit the level, Ant. Like, oh, okay, yeah, it yeah, froze. Yeah. It, like, it, like, it didn't freeze like that. It, like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that didn't happen. 
it was kind of like paused and it'd say, oh, wait, and then I'd pause it and then it'd come back. Nah. Yeah, that was a bummer. Me and Tyler tried playing for uh, an hour or so the other day and we had four disconnects. Um, we were able to finish one or two levels um, in their mm. entirety, but then once we got, you know, once it just kept happening, we're like, I guess, you know, today's not the day. Um, yeah. Can you do more than two player online or is it only two player online? I think it's only two player in general. Hmm. I think it's only two player in general as well. I could be wrong about that, um, but that's I haven't seen footage indicating otherwise. And it would be really crazy if there were more than that, as things get pretty hectic even with two. I mean, yeah. might, maybe, and I don't I don't know if you can do four player battle maybe. Maybe, but maybe. Yeah, I haven't I haven't tried more than the two. But I wonder if I could play since my if I copy on Steam now. Do you play with you guys on Xbox? Yeah, like that kind of crap. That's yeah, cool. I mean, it might disconnect every fifteen minutes, like it did for Tyler and I. But yeah. um, it's been really fun to play. I think that the combos are very achievable and mm -hmm. satisfying, and that's not something that you see in a lot of beat 'em ups like this, um, or at least the old school ones. You know, they were kind of one note, and maybe there was a level of skill. I'm sure there was that I never got to when I played those types of games when I was in arcades. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been satisfying to get, you know, acclimated with the timing of the enemies to knock them off the wall, see them ricochet back, get a few more hits in, you know, charge up your special, have a successful hit with that, and then get a few more to get your health back. I think a really neat thing that the game implements, uh, which for, to me just reminds me straight out of Bloodborne, is after you use your special attack, you you lose some health, but you can gain it back by uh rapidly hitting them with regular attacks after that mm -hmm. and that's been very satisfying to sort of get in a, a rhythm of um you know timing and setting yeah. things up knowing when to use your special yeah that was cool my getting into that last night when i was playing uh with wild card was awesome and he also said apparently it's two player uh online co-op but four player couch co-op so you can do four players if you're in one room together oh, but okay. uh two player online yeah so that, that is really cool darn like Thanks, the couch would have been a great game for us to play yeah, there was Gordon. <laughs> what was your guys' uh, who'd you guys pick for characters? I jumped around, um, but I found that my favorites at this point are um, Adam, who's the one that you unlock after you beat a few levels, the previous uh, main character in the game. He's mm -hmm. the, the dad of one of the new characters named Cherry. Yeah, she's my, awesome. Yeah, she's the most mobile and the most like sort of frenetic is in terms of her moveset. Um, but I've had most success with, with Adam and with Floyd, the mm -hmm. sort of the big heavy with the mechanical arms who I just love his special move where he can do the grab mm -hmm. and then pull people back. And then you, it's really easy to get the health back because you're holding them in your mechanical arm. And there's, so when I'm playing solo, which has been, 60% of my playtime so far. He's the one that I definitely feel most confident about getting through stages with. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? Yeah. Tyler, who'd you, who'd you go for? Uh, I was playing mostly with, with Cherry. I like her a lot mm -hmm. um, for the reasons that Wiley said, because she's very mobile and know, she seems like fluid and kind of how I, how I like to play games. Um, yeah, she's the only one with like a dash attack. Yeah. That can dash. Yeah. Um, and then unlocking Adam, I played with him for a bit, and I liked him a lot. But I absolutely hated mm -hmm. the the other the other chick. I can't remember her name. Oh, you didn't yeah. like Blaze? 
No, I didn't like her at all. Yeah, she was pretty good with her special. When I was playing last night, it was uh, I did Axel. I didn't like Axel at first when I first picked it up for Game Pass. I was like, oh fuck. I was I was also playing solo and kind of just getting a feel for it the first time. But I played Axel a second time, and then he played Blaze. But it seems like Blaze is kind of all about using your special to distance, and then like getting in there and using your uh, regular hits to kind of build your health back up. Because mm. she's uh, she's not like. She's like about the aerials too. She's good at like aerial, uh, like juggling people. Yeah, that's one, thing, that, that's one thing that I noticed that I wasn't really utilizing a lot was like I know like I was I know you can jump and like jump attack and everything, but like, I just like wasn't really utilizing those a whole lot yeah. when I was playing. The jump mm-hmm. specials. Yeah. 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 That's what I had to start doing though, because I kept just getting like plowed when I went mm-hmm. through his axle. Cause, like, oh what is this? And I thought he was very like I immediately noticed you couldn't have a, you didn't like have a dash attack, but then I found out through my second and third times playing him is his combo is you dash attack but then like regular light attack and that's his like combo where he like does a little ground uppercut into the flame and it's super good there is no run button and um the characters are much slower than i think that most people are accustomed to in this day and age Mm -hmm. um that's why i think that cherry and adam are pretty appealing because they do they both dash well, I know that Adam dashes. I don't. Does Cherry dash? Cherry well, dashes. Well, Cherry, yeah. Cherry has like a a run a run dash, whereas Adam has like a has like a hop dash where he like just moves like forward, kind of a couple spaces quickly. Well, he does, if you do like like one of those like the yeah. man kind of like yep. those dashes. That's cool. And even the slower characters, you you can I think cover ground a little bit faster if you're just hopping across the the, the stage. Yeah. Um, but it's it's been kind of cool to go back to something that's so sort of footsies based where you're, you know, you're really gauging on, on how far up and down the screen you are. And mm-hmm. um, you have to watch out for all the hazards. <laughs> yeah. That, that <laughs> threw me off. You bitch. Mm-hmm. That stupid uh, underground part. I think that was yeah. like the fourth. I think that, 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 the stupid toxic. Yeah. That, that, one, yeah. that one messed us up a bit. <laughs> I was bad. I hated that. Yeah, when first. Tyler and I were playing, I was like, literally, I was being like taught, juggled from one hazard to the next. No, I hate <laughs> yeah. that. that is, there's nothing more frustrating than that, where it's like, well, I can't play the yeah, game. Like, okay, there goes two thirds of my health bar. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Um, I hated that. Did you guys figure out how to do the? Um, we found it by accident, or he told me, uh, Wildcard told me a couple days before that. But apparently, did you? You can uh, if you have that taser item and you find little arcade cabinets in the stages. If you clear the screen of enemies and then hit the cabinet with a taser, you get transported to a special retro boss where you fight what? with the original people from Streets of Rage, what? the original game. Yeah, That's so we found crazy. like three of those last night. Wow, I had no idea. It was wild. Cool. Is there like one, uh, like one arcade machine per level or something like that? I think so. Yeah, there's there's one. I think one per level. We missed a couple, but we got like three out of the six we, that we played, and it's it's cool. Even if you have more than uh, like zero lives, if you die or your whole health bar is depleted against one of the retro bosses, you're out. So it's like a two player kind of thing. So we were playing last night, and I lost all my health. So Wildcard had to pick up the slack and beat the guy. But thankfully, we beat him, and then you get like a bunch of extra bonus points mm. for beating him. That's pretty nice. cool. Increases your rank, but I don't think I've gotten a higher rank so far than like C. I don't think I've gotten anything higher than that. I got one B, and it was because I I like I spammed um my special attack or, or like my my super special attack. You know when you press Y and B mm-hmm. that you have to pick up the stars to do. Yeah, I did two of those in succession, and I got a ridiculous combo. It was like a hundred and fifty something, yeah. and That's um. Like- I got an achievement on Xbox that only six percent of gamers have gotten. So, I was like, 
Oh yeah. Love that. <laughs> um so yeah, that's Streets of Rage 4. It's been really fun. It's been, you know, it's old school. It's it's uh, you know, not much I'm sure there's thought put into the gameplay, but it's it's sort of it's nice to have a pick up and play simple thing that anybody can wrap their mind around. Really nice art style and plays you know it's very respectful to the original games it definitely you know you can feel their dna and their uh just a natural sort of evolution so good good job to the developers um hopefully i end up beating it i'll probably go back to it this week for sure would like to play some more with y'all hopefully let me know connection Mm -hmm. um so that's i think the only new game that we've been playing myself i mentioned it briefly on the last week's episode uh dragon quest 11 i had a oh, save yeah. file from summer 2019 that i had always been meaning to get back to and i finally did a week ago and i've been playing it is definitely my main game this past week uh, now at the 44 hour mark i want to say and mm. last week i was only at 20 so it has grabbed me and now i'm i'm fully in it and um I really think the story gets much more exciting. I think we can get into some mild spoilers for Dragon Quest Eleven here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's been out what two, three years now, and it's been yeah, remade. Exactly. Yeah, you're like, fine. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. So what, once you get to a turning point in the story where you're separated from your party that you've been playing, spending the whole game to build up, and the game kind of like, you know, you know, it's not the end of the game, but it's like, you know, you're you're like. About give to you a good Shyamalan twist. Yeah, you're about to accomplish this task that you've been working towards the whole game, and you're like, like yeah, this is just too simple. Something's, something's got to yeah. go wrong. And then, of course, it does. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've been really more engaged with the narrative, and the game's become more narrative-focused. And I think that... I don't know if I hadn't noticed, noticed it before or just appreciated it the same way, but I think that the... The writing is like really actually awesome for the most part. Um, like the characters are, are well written. The little bits of lore that you get are interesting, and I'm finding the world of Edria. That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's very. They're doing a good job of fleshing it out, and then like it's it's a good payoff for something that felt sort of low stakes for the first half of the game now feels very high stakes and it feels like it's you've earned that because of the relationships with the characters that you've developed over this time mm-hmm. and that you you know now you have a a real interest uh, in in gaining them back more so from a story perspective than a gameplay one because once you're reduced to a lower party it, it kind of benefits from going a little bit back to basics um, where you're not worrying about managing seven different party members and who exactly is the best for this. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of found that refreshing a little bit. Just It's just you and, and, the, and the one, uh, you and Ken, uh, Hendrick. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really into it now. I, you know, I'm not going to put it on the level of Persona 5 or Final Fantasy 7 Remake, but like now I... For for a few days, I was playing that, and I was playing Far Cry, and I was like, "Yeah, these are both kind of like, you know, seven or eight out of tens, and mm-hmm. for me." And I was coming off of just three awesome games in a row: Ori, Doom, Final Fantasy VII. So none of them 
I just was like, oh, I guess I got, I'm just in a drought now. But now I'm really enjoying it. I know you guys both love the game. You guys both beat it. have sung its praises for a long time. And now I'm finally seeing why. Yeah, it's, it's, good it's really good. Did you, um, what, what build have you gotten with so far for your, uh, for your hero? Like for my what, hero, uh, he's, a, he's a great sword boy. Nice. Oh, really? That's what I did. I did that for the first half, and then I ended up switching it up, like, uh, probably towards, I think it wasn't until, like, maybe the end game, I ended up doing a dual wield, just because you got so many different abilities with it. Uh-huh. Great swords are cool, but I ended up switching when I got Hendrickson, like, I ended up being like, well, I could just be a little more agile, because I looked down the skill tree, because once more stuff unlocks for you, you get, mm-hmm. like, I forget, it was, like, dual, like, miracle slash or something, I forget, it's like a crazy, crazy one-handed sword combo you get that can, like, hit all these enemies, and I was like, whoa, I want that. But yeah, I um, swords are good too. Plus I mean, the, the great sword is really good. I mean the the cutting edge move is really yeah. OP, um, and helicopter is excellent. Like he's a little bit of a one dimensional. He's not one dimensional, but you know he's a healer. He can use somewhat effective magic, and mm-hmm. then he's you know big. He's the heavy hitter on the team. And then I have Silvando. He's my sword guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hendrick or Kendrick, I've made my. What is it's Hendrick? Okay. Yeah, it's Hendrickson. Yep. I, he, I was like, I don't have an axe character, so I'm gonna give mm-hmm. him the axe because that's cool, and he just seems like an axe type of wielder. He mm-hmm. does, yeah. I thought I ended up. I started with him as that, and then I switched when I get to end game. I gave him the great sword, respect his tree, and then I respect mine for dual dual wielding. Okay, I haven't done any respecting because like I've done a pretty good job of min maxing so far. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's all it's that's cool. Like, I mean, also like I know you probably won't want to go back and replay it anytime soon, but like say somewhere down the road, you know, you ever get an itch to go back, you go and like, oh, I want to try out this build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, the combat's at a, at a point where it's pretty engaging. Like I think that um, you know I was texting you way earlier in the week when I had to uh, grind past the tentacular or whatever. Yeah. It was. Um, that was like uh, I, after I did that and I. Got everybody four or five levels. I've been not particularly challenged since mm-hmm. um, because I think I'm where I need to be. Like right now, I'm at level like 36 and nothing's seeming insurmountable, which is kind of nice. Like it, I, I'm not looking for it to be a big challenge. Um, exactly. You might hit like one or two on the way up there because once you start ramping up, getting towards like end game, you start hitting some walls, but it, they mm-hmm. really do give you a lot of chance to like if you do kind of mess up with that because there's going to be another like i'll spoil it for you there's gonna be another like squid fight it's gonna be pretty rough because like, <laughs> it sucked that was the one i died to a couple times but i ended up it took me i think three tries uh without any grinding you just i just switched up the party you know if you have one of your guys who does like regen have it set that on your party or regen's health you know you get your buffs up in the beginning mm-hmm. yeah it's cool. a game where buffs are definitely very um effective and yeah easy, they're like, definitely they're necessary yeah mm-hmm. totally you're making me want to go back and play for switch now <laughs> <Or get through. laughs> well, i actually just finished up the mermaid part i'm interested in how some of the more like vertical sections would work because isn't the whole game on the switch version isn't it compatible turning into t- 2d uh yes it is yep yeah that is that's a good question i mean i just i enjoy the graphics so much on it. even it is it is dulled down a bit and things are a little blurrier on the switch because it's not you know the ps4 but mm-hmm. i think things still look great i just don't want to really play it in 2d because you kind of just lose all that charm. Can you just like push a button like Halo Collection style? Or... You have to talk to one of those little, uh, you know, those little white guys you see walking around, like the little ghosts. Yeah, I see. And what the hell are they? 
You'll find out. But uh, <laughs> you have to talk to one of them. They're special. His name's Ticking. They're, they're fucking adorable. His name's Tickington. He's like, oh, I can go into 2D mode. And I'm like, no, that's okay. You have to for one part of the story. Because there's a whole bunch of, like, you can go to other Dragon Quest games in the past and, like, do the stuff. So you can do, like, little side stuff in 2D, which is neat. But I, I really just enjoy seeing my characters. Like, they, they just, they look amazing. Like, and there's new costumes and stuff, new armor sets. Uh, Jade's still super sexy. Mm-hmm. Great. You can change your uh, costume without changing your armor, so I can keep Jade in the bunny suit the whole game without her <laughs> losing the armor. I can't really ask for much more. I still haven't completed that side quest. You gotta do it! Yeah, I should. I got wrapped up, uh, I don't know if I told you guys when I was redoing the Switch version, I got wrapped up at the casino, because the first time going through it, I was like, I'm terrible at the casino. Switch remake, I went to the casino, and I just fucking killed it. And so <laughs> many tokens. I was playing that like, blackjack game, I was like, mmm. Nice. It's fun. It's good distraction. So yeah, I'll be playing that for another couple of weeks because Anthony says I'm only at the like 55% mark. So mm-hmm. it'll only get better. I think you'll you'll only get grabbed further and you won't want to stop. Like that was the point where I was like, oh my god. Nice. Cool. It's good. Well, you get, it's you still have to get your flying. Yeah, that's the next thing. And like they're like, I, I thought I had it when I had Zoom. I'm like, I already have it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, doesn't that suck when you get to that part? You're like, oh, no. You're like, oh, I can just zoom there. And they're like, no, sorry, you got to go on foot and go back to all the places you've already been. Because uh, <laughs> uh, the devil Satan man fucked up the world and all the fast travel points are gone. Yeah. If, the, uh, if there <laughs> yeah. were random battles, that would be really terrible. But since there's yeah. not, then it's not so bad because you can just I run through those areas. Mm-hmm. He's big. See ya. All righty. So you've been playing some of uh, the new Trials of Mana re- remake. I have. Uh, what have you been thinking about that? It's good. It's it's pretty good so far. I'm only like six hours in. It's a great, uh, if you're looking for a nice old school, it's, the art style is beautiful. It's style is great. They did a really good job remaking it. I think it looks a lot better than the uh, Secret of Mana remake, which they did a couple of years back, which just mm-hmm. didn't look really that good. Uh, I mean, the graphics were fine, but I think the way that they handled it, the voice acting, um, the dialogue the text boxes and everything in that one were kind of iffy uh, i prefer to go back and play the original i got collection of mana on the switch and i prefer that over the remake of it but going okay. in with trials of mana it's been really nice so far voice acting i will say is kind of crappy it's not really the best i've ever heard uh it's by square so square usually has pretty decent voice acting but i, I feel like they took everybody into like well, all right final fantasy 7 remake all the good voice actors and everybody else okay We'll get you to do oh. the Trials of Mana. I'm looking up some Trials of Mana stuff, and it says that it's the third series game in the Mana series. Yep, it's. I guess in Japan it goes by like Seiken Densetsu Three is the name of it, and we got the first localization of the original game, uh, Trials of or Secret Mana Three, uh, with Collection of Mana. So it's on there, and I played a little bit of it, which was cool. It's kind of the same top-down 2D sprite style game as Secret of Mana, but this mm-hmm. remake kind of opens it up. Everything's 3D. The you walk around, you get new weapons and stuff. And one of my personal favorite things about uh, RPGs like that is when you buy a new weapon, it actually shows up. It's like an aesthetic difference mm-hmm. along with, you know, buffing your character. And I haven't gotten to the point yet, but you, it's even hinted from the very, the very beginning, you go to the certain city to change your class. So once you hit a certain point, you can start specking different classes and you level up, you can put points into different skills. So I'm excited to see, see, where it goes. see where it goes. Cool. And this is a remake of a Super Nintendo game from 1995, mm-hmm. um, and it was just released in late April, so it's only been a couple of weeks. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Nice. 
like yeah. having more of a positive yeah. reaction than the um, Secret of Mana remake a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah, I feel bad. That did just get like totally shit on. Everyone's like, "Ooh, this is bad." The remake, but the art. I'm looking at the art style. A little trailer on Steam, and it's pretty Dragon esque or Dragon Quest inspired. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They kind of like just smoothed it out and like, okay, clean cut anime 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, the main character's name is Randy. <laughs> that kind really? of threw me off. Randy. Yeah, it's Randy with an I, R A N D I. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, hey, this Randy. That makes it a little bit more JRPG. Yeah, exactly. I just keep thinking, uh, keep thinking of Stan's dad from South Park when I'm playing. I'm like, oh, it's just Randy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys don't get anything else to talk about, um, I played like another few hours of Fire Cry New Dawn, and I'm still having some some fun with it. Like it's it it's you know, I don't have an open world game right now where I'm going around and killing people and taking over settlements. And this is the one where you start off with a cult, right? Is it like the southern one where you go like take the guy from the church? Yeah. So um, spoilers coming now for the end of Far Cry Five. Um, at the end of Far Cry Five, you are uh, there's this character that you've been fighting against the whole game. I think his name is Joseph Seed. He's the leader of the cult, and mm. he's predicting doomsday is coming and yada yada and at the end of the game there actually is like a sort of nuclear holocaust oh wow and so this game picks up 17 years after that um in the same same area so it's like you know does he do it does he make the boom he doesn't he didn't do it he just i guess was right and we all should have been listening to this crazy you know guy who we fight that's cool that's that's a nice little twist instead of him being like the big bad he's kind of just like hey you know i'm just trying to prep everybody yeah i guess so even though he was obviously like he, he's evil dude but oh, okay. um, i haven't really played much of it i like the opening though the opening i've seen i watched my friend play through it and it was really strong it was very grabbing i thought it was sick. five or of new dawn uh is five the one in his new dawn like an expansion of five New Dawn, yes, it's it's an expansion, but it's a standalone game. Okay, yeah, I, I, then it was five because it was the okay. one where you start off and you're like getting the guy from the church, and he's like, "You can handcuff me," and you walk him outside, and people are spitting at you and throwing stuff, and then you get right, in the helicopter, right. and then they shoot you down. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, I do remember that. That was a pretty good opening. Yeah, it does yeah have a I thought that was sweet. Um, but it's been fun. You know, the the weapons are sort of, you know, do it yourself. Strap a chainsaw to a crossbow type of thing. And, yeah, good old Dead Rising too. Yeah, so that's been fun to to use. Uh, and you know, it's it's a game all about collecting resources and expanding your your home base and uh, being able to fast travel better, craft stronger weapons, uh, reveal more things on the map, just things like that. So. You know, it's a very it's kind of like a comforting ch- check the box type of uh silly murder simulator with you know shocking moments where you're like do a uh you do a stealth kill and you're like oh god i just stabbed that guy in the side of the head that was like <laughs> that, be that violent <laughs> there was one game that i forget i played a long time ago you could do that but it was with a screwdriver and i don't remember you just wanted back at somebody's head with a screwdriver what was it is it Resident Evil? Do you do that in Resident Evil 7? Do you take a screwdriver to like the dad's head? That sounds like it could certainly be a possibility. Yeah. I, don't I think you do. I just remember something like a screwdriver to somebody's head, and I'm like, Ugh. like at first I remember playing through it, I was like, oh whatever. But then I think I sat down like ten minutes later, I was like, 
that fucking sucks. Like, oh, that <laughs> hurt. There's a big, long, sharp thing going in. Like, you can get that out of there. So that's Far Cry New Dawn. Still kind of trudging my way through that. And I think we can move on now to... Cruising for a new day. Cruising, 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 cruising. Oh, All right. So this is the kind of a lot of stuff going on this week, and we got to make tacos soon, so we can't take too long talking about each mm. one. But the first one I thought we should put in here is the Summer of Games Fest. A new thing announced by Jeff Keighley, organizer of the Game Awards. If you don't know who he is, you've seen him hosting. He's been in the video game world for 20 years now. He's got a lot of cred, got a lot of connections. Uh, so this story comes from VentureBeat. Um, Jeff Keighley, the organizer of the Game Awards, is announcing the Summer Game Fest today. It's a four-month-long uh, season of game industry news events from top platforms and game publisher. The new festival... The new quarter year long festival <laughs> will, will be a substitute for the now canceled E3 and will be organized around an online hub for announcements from May to August. One of the big events will include content related to the May 7th news for the Xbox Series X, and it will culminate in, with Keeley's broadcast of opening night for the now all digital Gamescom. Major game companies participating include 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Blizzard. Bungie, CD Projekt Red, Digital Extremes, EA, Microsoft, Private Division, Riot Games, Sony, Steam, Square Enix, and Warner Bros. I'm pretty sure that Nintendo should be on there too. Even before the pandemic took, took down E3, Keeley said in February that he was skipping this year's show as he didn't agree with its direction and was heartbroken when Sony decided to drop out of the show, which normally takes place in June in Los Angeles each year. To fill that void, Keeley used the Summer Game Fest to gather news, support in-game events, release playable content and demos of select titles, and unveil other surprises, Keeley said in an interview with GamesBeat. E3 was a singular week, but now that things are digital, they can pull everything together into a season from May through August for video game events, Keeley said. I found every game company scattered away from E3, but everyone wanted some unifying principle to pull the industry together. I felt the need for it and came up with this idea and talked to everyone. It's a great way to let fans know what is going to be out there. Doc, predictions? It's the, e, the E3 killer. Yeah, it'll be Summer. cool to see how this goes. Maybe new online focused. Yeah, it'll be cool to every day of the week. Uh, Keely uh, does a pretty great job, I think, with the Game, year, game Awards um, of the mm -hmm. past few years anyway. And He's got the connections. He's got the the know how. He's got the stick to itiveness attitude. He's in that... uh, Death Stranding, right? That's Jeff Keeley. What? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in. He's in Death Stranding. He's like a special cameo. He's yeah. like, oh, my friend Hideo Kojima put me at the game. Pretty much. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um. So this is, you know, I also wanted to mention that IGN announced a few weeks ago their Summer of Gaming, which essentially sounds like a very similar type of thing. And it seems like there's going to be some overlap between these events. Like, is the event that's happening on Thursday, May 7th, that Microsoft is doing part of this? It says that it events, one of the big events will include content related to the May 7th news for the Series X. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
I don't know if that means that that's part of it or not. Like, it's all kind of like a wait and see. Yeah. I'm happy that the games industry is Still having good. something like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll just have to see. That's really necessary. They got to do something about well, whenever we're home, something yeah. they can give to I the people. Like, exactly. I like all the shadow drops they've been doing too. Like Nintendo had that shadow drop with stuff. And I know there was, it was a quick thing too. I won't go into detail because I don't know much about it, but I just watched a video this morning. I was eating my bowl of cereal um, about how the source code for like the Nintendo 64, uh, the Wii, uh, Super Nintendo, and like I think Game Boy, Game Boy Advance just got leaked somehow um through like source code uh through into 4chan which was interesting so it's like maybe for the mm, switch coming up we'll too. have intensity emulator gamecube ah it could be with that mario thing we talked about a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. for sure for sure we know that there's a mario announcement coming around the corner somewhere yeah we're due for I, it right i think i saw that somebody had already made like a full like hd like widescreen super mario 64 like from that source code <laughs> really it wasn't like a classic you see this game in uh what was it you know the ones on the like youtube it's like all over the place it's like oh what if oh yeah what if mario was an unreal or something like that like mm-hmm. what if legend of zelda Ocarina of time was an unreal yeah. engine it'll look like more smoothed out than that uh, I, I didn't actually see any gameplay i just saw like the title of the article i didn't actually click on it that'd be cool yeah, I think that could be neat. I um, saw that uh, but yeah, Evo 2020 talking... canceled? Evo 2020 canceled. They're going to be turning it into some sort of online event, which sort of totally defeats the purpose of these competitive fighting games these days. Mm-hmm. Um, be there spitting in people's so yeah. faces. All tickets refunded. There will be, a, you know, nobody's got to worry. It's all automatic. I've been checking their Twitter. There's no controversy as far as that goes. Um, it is a bummer. This is something that I've been into the past couple of years. It's been really fun to watch. It kind of got me into esports in general and just kind of get into following Sonic Fox and a few other people in the MK community once MK11 first dropped. Uh, and then, you know, that evolved into getting into Smash a little bit. We're taking a small hiatus from that as we mm-hmm. continue to postpone our uh, tournament that we've got planned later on this year in Springfield. But yeah, so this is coming from IGN. Um, it was originally t- uh, set place to take between d- July 21st and August 2nd at the Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, organizers announced that to keep this Evo spirit alive, there will be an event held online this summer. Details for the online summer event entails will be revealed later. Evo was an annual, annual fighting game tournament where the best fighting game players gather to test their skills in popular games like Street Fighter, Tekken, and more. Developers like Capcom and Bandai Namco also usually reserve fighting game announcements for Evo, like new DLC fighters. Yeah. Another true. pass for what is it? I think Dragon Ball Fighters is on its, I don't know, second or third season pass. Um, characters for that, which is nuts. Right. Still going strong. Crazy that game's still mm-hmm. And it's a it's a bummer for, um, geez, what's that game that you've been playing or that you bought a couple months ago? Oh, and uh, yeah, that's Grand like, Blue. Oh, Grand Blue. Grand Blue. This is like going to be a big coming out party, and just I like know. I've really been meaning to get back on that. Too. Speaking of that, I've been meaning to fight my fight my fight my <laughs> demons and go back in there and not not get mad if I lose a lot because it's just part of the game. Because you're going to lose. I feel, like, 
Yeah, exactly. I feel like if you hop on it back now, that it's just not, it's not going to be any easier for you. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. not. No way. But if I, I feel like yeah. if I'm gonna like if I'm gonna sleepy mood and I want to wake up, I'll get up. I'll, I'll play it and be like, whoa. Yeah. Get some hype. Um, I, I did buy the I did buy the season pass. I mean, I may as well go back. <laughs> I get you bought the season the pass yeah. before playing it. No, I mean, I played it for a while, and I was like, this is cool. Even the English, the single player mode, even though it's not like, wow, I, you you beat the single player mode to fight a game. It's still it's it's pretty cool. I like the the weapons and stuff you can get. And I might actually play that later now. Me thinking about it. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely been something that I've been thinking about. Like, oh, I wonder how that game's doing and what the community's like. You know, I'd like to once quarantine's over, we shall months. play. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Last of Us Two. I don't know if you guys have been following this, but it's been all over the news the past week uh, in terms of big leak that happened. But luckily, I've been able to avoid the story spoilers that have gotten out there. Uh, apparently they are pretty substantial as far as uh, the text-based stuff goes saying sort of beat by beat what happens here what happens there um all throughout the main campaign of the story um and then there was also some footage some footage that leaked as well um so this story comes from Kotaku. Uh, last week's shocking leak of footage from The Last of Us Part Two was likely committed by hackers who exploited a security vulnerability in prior Naughty Dog games. It. <laughs> what? Let's, let's just summarize it. <laughs> what, is it too long? Uh, yeah, I think it's a little too long if you're going to plan to read the entire thing. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, basically, basically they, they found that the hacker wasn't somebody that was an employee or anything like that, that it was just some random outside hacker or something yeah i mean um random outside hacker you saw um neil Druckmann, the director of the game as well as the director of uncharted 4 he's been with night dog for a long time he came out to sort of a video statement saying like um you know we're very saddened by this but haha it wasn't somebody that was mad at me like you thought it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, jokes on you i'm a good boss <laughs> yeah that's funny um no he didn't literally say that but um i think it was good that he you don't usually see him do that type of thing come out and give like a, a video statement like that mm-hmm. um but interesting that hackers were able to do this based on stuff that they were able to access through uncharted 3 and the last of us uh through password information wow um yeah, it's crazy incredible. how things like that work <laughs> Yeah, connected from something you wouldn't think. Yeah, that's freaking Um, crazy. And it's like, like, are are all these things that like, are these things that developers are thinking about when they're when they're making a game? It's like, oh, we have to make sure everything's secure when it's actually put out there, (laughs) and we're not like like the source code we're able to. But then again, it's like, is it the same kind of thing where it's like, oh, the DLC already on the disc? But I mean, obviously, it's a game that hasn't come out, you know first one in the series or maybe it's just being updated via online like if say playstation network for example like are they able to go through the playstation network using you know the game disc somehow i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know either but um i'm glad that i personally have been avoid avoiding the spoilers as best as i can and we do now have a release date uh june 19th almost mm-hmm. seven years to the day after the release of the last of us for the playstation 3 Mm-hmm. And they say they're sticking oh, to that date. That's what it is. Awesome. They went gold. So uh, if they don't now, I don't 
think we can ever trust anything they say again. <laughs> trust anybody ever. But yeah. Don't whip out. Um, speaking of other new games coming out this year that we learned new things about this week, we got Assassin's Creed Valhalla's trailer. Ooh. Now, um, everybody, I think, has seen the trailer by this point. Uh, what do you guys think of it? I haven't seen it yet, but I saw the uh, promo for it, and it looked, it's cool that they're doing that instead of, you know, others that they could have done other styles yeah i think the viking aspect is super cool i mean that was something that was rumored for a while um Mm -hmm. uh definitely i mean you think about vikings like you don't really think like the the word assassin doesn't really come to mind when you think of a viking (laughs) but um no for sure no, it's. Uh, I don't think you, there will be too many stealth sequences, but I could be wrong. Could be wrong. For sure. Yeah, but I mean, the trailer was really cool. I mean, the main protagonist from the cinematic is getting held up by a super armored uh, knight or whatever you want to call him. And then all of a sudden, he just brings out his hidden blade and stabs him in the throat. <laughs> that was pretty dope. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is it like a naked? Yeah, it was definitely. What are you gonna say? Yeah. Is he like a naked Viking too? Is he not like super armed? Like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> is he robed? Is he, is he just like, rrr, like typical, like God of War Viking, like thinking Kratos and God of War 2018? He's got on some more clothes than Kratos. Um, I think kind of typical Viking armor. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, no, but... they were saying that there's going to be a lot of like ocean traversal and different like kingdoms and like areas that you'll be able to get to and yeah definitely like the game is going to encompass england as well as norway it's got um i want to say four kingdoms of england uh here you can actually quite dynamically go back to norway at any time you want and norway is quite breathtaking we have four kingdoms of england wessex northumbria east anglia america it's a quite large chunk of england there's other surprises that I won't spoil, but our ambitions mission has been to deliver the Viking experience, experience the fi- the Viking fantasy within the Assassin's Creed world, um, taking cool place in ninth uh, century England, and I think it's a, a pretty sweet place. Yeah. It'd be cool to see how you know they the Assassin's Creed series prides themselves on uh, being super historically accurate, right? Or like <laughs> trying to keep as close to it as they can. I don't know if I quite call it historically accurate, but like historically thorough, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And making like really cool uh, landmarks to visit and a lot of times silly characters to run into, whether that's Tesla and Syndicate or Socrates and Odyssey or Cleopatra and Origins. There's always some, some type of historical character that's that's fun to do side quests for so it'll be interesting this is sort of an era that you don't typically know a lot of people don't spring to mind ninth century ninth century england but yeah i'm sure there's probably probably one or two that they'll pull out of their hats oh yeah and you said there's gonna be a lot of naval combat did you guys play a lot of uh three or black flag was there like there's ship combat in both of those right three and black flags you're a pirate at least in black i never played three I know that Black Flag was a huge part of Black Flag, like customizing your ship and getting the huge battles and everything like that. Um, super big part of the game. Yeah, I was excited uh, for and Black Flag, and I just didn't really get into it. That was the cross-gen game last time around. You know, that was the one that came out on 360 and uh, Xbox One, PS3, PS4, and 
I was looking at a poll that was done last week on IGN and is actually the uh, best rated game in the series. Uh, well, the the, mo- the most voted by fans uh, mm-hmm. as far as the best. So yeah, I probably deserve um, to give it another shot. I want to try Odyssey though. That was cool. Like whether the Egyptian one looked really cool. Um, Origins is the Egyptian one, and mm-hmm. that's my personal favorite. It's one of my little favorite games that I've ever played. Mm-hmm. And this is somebody that was not even a big fan of the franchise beforehand. I've I've been you know advocating for that game for months and years now so is it on game pass it's not on game pass no okay. uh it has been on sale it's on sale all the time mm-hmm. like my first playthrough was 80 hours or so by the time oh. i was done with the dlc it was over 100 nice so there is a huge chunk of game there and it's awesome i miss bayek i miss i miss egypt i would like to go back to it for sure have to check it out nice yeah yeah, I think this will probably be my my dive back into the franchise. I'm pretty sure my last Assassin's Creed was three, maybe. Mm. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure yeah, I stopped once. Wild, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure I stopped after the whole Ezio arc. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's that's another thing. Like I've never even played the Ezio games, so I, I, I really should go back. This is JoJo Part Five, but you don't have stands. It's all in Italy. <laughs> That would actually um, be pretty good. I want to see that. Everybody without stands, but it's just JoJo Part 5. Right. Um, oh, we haven't done our an- anime mission or whatever. Animation. Anna Denimois, because I think we're winding down here. What's <laughs> right. going on in the anime world? I, Dude, uh, there's like uh, nothing going on in the anime world. Everything's delayed. Right now. I'm glad I let Black Clover catch up a little bit. And I watched... Uh, I think I'm like I think seven episodes behind currently. I haven't finished the newest My Hero season yet, but I watched the Blue Rose Confession episode. It was like 126, I think, of Black Clover last night when I was eating some curry. And that was just kind of like the filler of like the fallout, kind of getting things after the big clash that just happened sorted out. And then they're like, mm-hmm. okay, now we're gonna go hunt the devils. Yeah. You you find little kid, uh, Jul- Julius. Yeah, that was cool when he when he like pops up right after that. But then uh, I haven't gotten anything after that. They're just like, okay, hey. And he was Yami was talking to Blue Rose Lady Charlotte about her curse. He's like, I just want to know more. About <laughs> I don't want to. Like, I, I don't want to date you. I just want to. <laughs> I don't want to date you. I just like like I don't. Know, I like you as a friend. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're pretty cool, I guess. I have a cool haircut. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The first two episodes of Food Wars came out. Like, I think the second episode for this season came out like three weeks ago, and there hasn't been a new one since. Oof. That was like what happened with Fire Force. I was so sad. I mean, it, it was a terrible tragedy that happened. You know, they, it's cool that they did that out of respect for the fires that happened, but it, I think it definitely killed the momentum of the, the series, like the at least the first season. Mm-hmm. I think this, you know, COVID just going to kill the momentum of a lot of things for a while. I mean, I don't really yeah, understand. I'm wondering. I'm looking right. at Attack on Titan. It's going to be delayed season four, and I'm I'm not finding any news right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Have you been watching any new things, well, Riley? Any new things? No. I, I mean, uh, just just Food Wars. I'm like a dozen episodes into that. Nice. And still mm-hmm. enjoying that. I need to get back into Black Clover because I'm about the same. Uh, ever since My Hero Academia, ever since I wrapped that, I've been like searching for that next one that I'm really going to get into and. 
you like Wars, the... I like watching the yeah. episode to episode basis. I haven't got into like the characters and just like mm-hmm. it's it's not as engaging. Have you said because so you far. love Kill a Kill, right? Kill a Kill, you said was one of your favorite anime. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Kill a Kill you, is awesome. You should watch uh, Gurren Lagann next. That should be your next one because it's only like a season. I think it's maybe like twenty something episodes. What's it called? Gurren Lagann. I'll have, I'll have to type it out. It's like G U E E R A N L A A G A N. Okay, you'll have to text me that because I yeah. I didn't have my pen and pad ready there. <laughs> it real good. I know I I definitely watched that, but I can't remember what it was about. It, it's really good. It's got it's just a really good. Just put your faith back in humanity at the end. It's real good. Oh, yeah. One with the robos. Yeah, I watched like half of it. I didn't get super into it. You only watched half of it. You got to like the where it transitions. Uh, yeah, I got to like. I don't know, three or four episodes after he like figures out his the robot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he, yeah, like, you still gotta watch it because it gets better. Nah, I don't know, dude. It's way. It's really good. You should I'm give it another really, shot. I'm not really into big mechs. <laughs> giant it's not, like mostly, not into well, giant yeah, robots. Okay, yeah, most of it. The fighting's all like giant robots, but it gets sick because it's like it's the person inside the robot. <laughs> it's fight the powered you by fighting up. spirit, Toe. As the Japanese say. You still haven't watched uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, right, Ant? I still need to, but I just don't want to be sad. I'm just sad all the time, regularly. <laughs> I don't want to be more sad. It's not all sad. Yeah, that's true. I just true. really want to talk about the final two episodes with you. Yeah, I know. I've heard that that's a mind fuck, and my buddy Stuart's watched all of it, and that's one of his favorites as well, and he keeps recommending it, so I just, just gotta stop being a pussy. I just gotta man up and watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's really nuts, and then I still have the movie to watch, uh, which I just I heard like, that's good. I heard that's good too, and it's on my to do. It's on Netflix. I got no excuse. Maybe I'll do that later this week or this weekend because now I'm reminding myself. Um, another news thing that happened is, and this is like another slew of all these people announcing digital events. Is Xbox is going to be doing a, a monthly thing? The thing that's happening on Thursday, I, I guess uh, May seventh, is the first in what they're calling Xbox 2020. Um, They'll be showcasing what happens next in the world of Xbox every month. Uh, These monthly moments will take place throughout the rest of the year and be a way for us to engage, connect, and celebrate with you about what's in store for the next generation of gaming, including what's next. Blah, blah, blah. Everything's happening online and everything's okay. Mm -hmm. Bye, bye. Although I did think it was interesting, and I mentioned it, Tyler, before the show, as one of the bullet points that they have in this blog post is, our goal remains to launch Xbox Series X and Halo Infinite this holiday. We're taking Ooh. bets on if that's going to happen. <laughs> Over uh, or under? Yeah, I don't know, man. For the holiday? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's like, the, that's you know, it's Halo. It's their flagship. They're probably banking a lot on this. I think, I mean, I, mean, I think it, it'll be, yeah. I think it'll be released, but I don't think that I mean, be there will good. be like enough copies for everybody there's not going to be as much like shipped mm-hmm. there's going to be there yeah they're, they're going to run out there's going to be more demand for everything where's my amiibos where's my amiibos it's going to be one of, one of those mm-hmm. um yeah i mean they've already said that they're expecting playstation 5 shortages in that bloomberg article that we read a couple weeks ago and i could see similar things happening here I do appreciate the Xbox as being very front-facing and, you know, 
still engaging on a regular basis with what's happening next, which is kind of just crickets from Sony for the most part. Yeah. Um, and we'll see if that changes. You know, maybe it's maybe it'll end up being smart in the long run. Maybe people they'll come out with a hell of a showing. They'll have some great first party stuff to show, and it'll be like, you know, it's still waiting for the shoe to drop. I feel like that's yeah. what a lot of the next gen stuff is at this point. I hope the guy comes out to, to present the Sony presentation. He holds up in his hand. And he goes, I invite you to ready your portable battle simulator. And everybody gets one. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, I think we can uh, wrap up the show. Um, we do have a Smash tournament that's still going to happen at some point in the year. And we're probably moving it from our current date of, uh, what was it, May 16th or May 23rd. Yeah. And... Uh, Stay tuned for when that's going to be. Might be in the August September range because we're trying to make sure we don't have to cancel it or postpone it once again. Um, right. Look forward to that. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, feel free to leave comments on Twitch or if you catch it later on YouTube, leave a comment. We'll read your question on next week's show. You can find it on podcast services everywhere, including Podcast Attic, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, all that jazz. All right, that has been the Level With You show. Thank you both. Mm -hmm. All right. See you guys later. You're welcome. Goodbye.